0: This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, making the world healthier and greener one day at a time. Welcome to the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you all for joining me today. My conversation this week is with Sonia Joss, award-winning mindset and wellness expert and author of I'll Start Again Tomorrow. Welcome to the show, Sonia.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to be here again. And yes, here we are on the other side of the book. Yeah. I, I mean, since the we spoke last, the
0: book was probably in progress, but wasn't even, you weren't even talking about it. And now we have a book. We do. But before we talk about the book, I want to ask you this question. Who is Sonia Joss? Ooh, oh,
1: my goodness. <laughs> Claudia, you're just going there with these big overarching questions. Um, who is Sonia Joss? Well, I am a mother of two. I am a wife, I am a mindset and wellness coach, speaker, author, media personality, those are all the thing things that I do, the roles that I juggle, but who am I? Oh, I'm just someone on the journey. I'm just someone who is taking it one day at a time, trying to come home to who I really am, and some days that feels really easy. And some days that feels pretty painful and yet we forge forward and uh, continue to bring people along the journey. You know, I I can relate
0: to that completely. And what I love is that I know you weren't always this version of yourself Mm -hmm. and, you know, certain events take place in your life that lead you here. So let's talk about who you were or who you think you were and what led you to wanting to, you know, just make those big, strong changes in your life?
1: You know, I grew up in a, a really strong South Asian household where excellence was the norm and there was a pretty strong set of uh, rules and criteria and and they were just deeply understood. Like they didn't even need to be really articulated. There was just a vibe in the household of, uh, you know, high performance, image, uh, getting to the finish line of the goal, um, just putting your head down, doing what needs to be done in order to get to that place of success, and then when you get there, you can slow down or not. But the point is, you'll be happy. And <laughs> you know, I I did my best. I think growing up to really square peg round hole myself, to really fit myself into the mold, um, and and I believed the evaluation criteria. I did. I thought that was the formula for happiness and success and that happiness and success were symbiotic, that they were equivalent to each other. And I I spent so much of my youth just sort of trying to fit myself into the mold, whether the mold was, you know, trying to get a 95 percent and above or whether the mold was skinny jeans And I, I wanted to look perfect. I wanted to be perfect. I was on this quest for perfection, constantly selling my soul along the way though, not honoring who I was, no regard for my feelings or emotions or mental health. And, you know, at the age of sort of 22, 23, I came out of university with all the ticky marks, you know, I had fought my way through the degrees, didn't become a doctor much to my parents dismay, but you know, did end up graduating on the Dean's list from the top commerce program in Canada, had a super high paying corporate executive career lined up for myself at IBM um, and was, you know, ready to just align myself with this successful reality that I had built. And I woke up every day just feeling empty, feeling a bit like a fraud, feeling this longing, but not knowing how to mobilize myself because I didn't know what the feelings were telling me. I had done everything I was supposed to do and I was supposed to be happy now. And I, I could tell that I wasn't. And and it was just hard for me to really peel back the layers around like what is this really about? And I didn't know what to do. And so I started by tackling sort of the most undeniable pain point that I had yet to solve. And that was my relationship with my body. You know, as I said, I had been really on the hamster wheel of weight loss all my life, you know, desperate to be thinner, believing that happiness was 10 pounds away, up 10 pounds, down 15, up 15, down 10, just constantly on that cycle of chasing thinness. And when I got to this place in my life where I had achieved everything else, I think I was like, you know, the only way I'm going to be able to look at myself in the mirror and feel aligned, feel good, feel proud is if I can stand to be in my own skin. And, you know, to make a long story short, yes, you know, sort of really focused on re understanding the fundamentals of fitness and nutrition, but really unknowingly went on a journey within to really discover what had been keeping me in the vortex of all the negative narrative of not being good enough as is of being a problem that always needed to be fixed. I think, you know, I unknowingly just discovered so many truths about who I am and not only made it to the other side, finding freedom in my relationship with my body, but it was also the catalyst for me to find what felt like power, what Mm -hmm. felt like the real me all of a sudden. It's like I could hear the noise and the voices and the the misaligned action. I could see it all for the first time. And I think it it was there that there was a moment of needing to tap into courage, of needing to really discern for myself, like, am I going to continue performing in my life? Or am I going to take the courageous steps? Am I going to choose to live a life by design am i going to do the heavy lifting to every day figure out you know what is the right path for me and it's it's from there that i you know quit the corporate world i found a passion in wellness and really i think it was it was less about you know wanting to break down everything i had built and rather just an understanding that what i had built was a house of cards it wasn't mm-hmm it wasn't the real foundation that i needed to lead a healthy happy life and i had no idea where it was going to go but i was willing i was willing to take the scary step and and you know here we are 10 years later with uh so much learning and insight that uh, you know i've been excited to pour into the book but but also the journey continues as i said it's like each day mm-hmm. the questions are still the same you know who am i and and how can i show up today honoring The truth of where I'm at without bypassing, without falling back into the old habitual patterns and beliefs and keeping myself moving forward in a place that feels like I'm being truthful and operating with integrity, knowing that there is no end destination, but today we can do our best.
0: I love that. And I feel like you're no different than probably 99% of the women that I see treat talk to on a daily basis. We're all just on this journey. But this quote is yours. And it says life has a beautiful way of coming full circle to help us heal and grow. We just have to be willing to show up for the journey. What does this mean? This is this is like cathartic for me. When I read that, I was like, yes, she is so right. But let's share this with listeners.
1: That quote for me is just the honest realization time and time again that we believe the journey is going to be linear. We believe we're just going to overcome the things that held us back, learn the lessons, package it up in a bow, make it to the next <gasps> one of the ladder and be like, oh my God, I'm healed. Let's just keep diving deeper into the healing. And while that isn't true, It is also true, right? We are getting to the the next run of the ladder. We are going deeper into our journeys. We are healing all the big T, little T versions of trauma that we have. However, it's not linear in that way. Every time I come back to the journey and this understanding, it's because I'm confronted with a new version of the same mess different angles to test that understanding that I'm developing, coming back to things that I thought I had understanding around that then shift because of different experiences that I'm going through that then take that packaged little bow that I had, open it back up and allow me to come at it with new understanding, new insight that then becomes the catalyst for unusual, unpredictable, different steps forward that I couldn't have anticipated. And so I think for me, it's like, it's about the cyclical nature of the journey and knowing that in each iteration that we are willing to go through, we are doing the work, we are going deeper, but that it's not going to be clean, that it's not going to be, you know, the Instagram version where it's just like (laughs) 10 steps to abs and that that's okay. That it doesn't mean that we're falling backwards. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're never going to overcome what's holding us back. It's that we are able to lean in differently, bring the knowledge differently, bring the feelings and emotions differently and allow that to be what it is so that the insight and the the messages and the, the truths that need to come up can be understood differently at each stage. So that mm-hmm. they can do what they need to do. And and I think, you know, in the beginning, when I really started to, you know, go to therapy and, and really dig deep, I was naive to think that like, oh, but what what do you mean? We've already done all of this and now it's coming back up and like, am I going to be damaged forever? And what I've realized, you know, a decade into therapy is that, no, no, there's always going to be more layers and all of those layers are probably going to come back to that seed that initial landscape of my earliest childhood days and that's okay it's okay for me to revisit that again and again and again because there are more insights and more learnings to be gathered and i
0: couldn't agree with you more and i feel like even from my own perspective You know, we're always changing and there's nothing wrong with it. And I feel like what I love about your book, which we're going to talk to in the next segment, is that it just reminds you that it's okay to start again. It's okay to change who you are. Who I was when I was 40 Mm -hmm. is definitely not who I am now that I'm 50. I am learning to be okay with expecting different things, wanting different things. You know, I was like you, I had all the ticks marked off. I have a successful practice. I did this, I did that, but this desire for wanting more, wanting different things and having different expectations for myself is definitely okay. And I want women to know this. We don't have to be the same version of ourselves we were ten years ago. Our body is doesn't have to look the same as it did ten years ago. There's a beauty in every change and transformation and metamorphosis, and that's what I love about about you and about what you stand for and about this mindset coaching and how you're helping women understand that. Now, for women who are struggling with finding healing, do you believe that it really starts with finding your health?
1: No, I don't believe that it necessarily starts. By finding your health. But I think the reality, whether we like it or not, is that so many women are convinced that they have sorted everything out in every other area of their life, but they just can't seem to figure out how to get off the hamster wheel of weight loss. And we approach it as if it's its own thing. It's like, it's I've got the vortex going on here, but it's good handling everything else everywhere else. I'm a mom. I've got my career. I'm like doing the thing thing, honoring who I am. And I, I think that that to me was such an aha for myself that I too believe that, you know, I've got all the tiki marks, now I'm showing up as a, a powerful woman and that, yeah, I've got a lot of shame, a lot of residue around my relationship with my body and the fact that I can't seem to crack the code. But it's okay. I just like won't talk about it. I won't even acknowledge it to myself, and we'll just keep pretending like everything is okay. And so one of the things that's so interesting about my journey with this book itself is that I have evolved so much since the war with my body. and in in looking at this book, so many times have I sat back to be like, oh, Like, it should have gone so much deeper. I mean, like, yeah, I guess it's cool that you want to, like, figure out how to lose weight, but it's not even about that. What this book really needed to be about was X, Y, and Z. And what I've had to keep bringing myself back to again and again and again is that in making peace with my body, in doing the work that really allowed me to end the war, to... Finally, be on my own side to honor what is instead of chasing, you know, this fake ideal. I think so much of that work was also what I needed to be doing in every other aspect of my life to be able to make changes across the board that I didn't know needed to be changed. And so it's not that I think that health has to be the lens into this transformation, but I do believe that it's such a powerful way of actually embodying the transformation that you want to experience in your mind. Because it's like our bodies are essentially the only playground that we have, that we are solely in charge of. Careers, relationships, children, everything else is not just about us, against or with us. But your body is a place where you can show up every single day and live and practice the mindset shifts that you want to be making until they become this new understanding this new practice of how you're showing up for yourself it's like taking the theoretical mindset work and moving it into action which is actually how this new understanding gets synthesized in yourself in your understanding of who you are and it's it's just a beautiful reinforcing principle it's like a it's like a great place to actually practice what it is that you're trying to cultivate. Whereas, you know, again, if we look at it in terms of careers and children and everything else that we as women, you know, often choose to do, Mm -hmm. there's so many other variables when it comes to that, that we can be like, it's not even about us. It's, it's not even about us fighting it that, you know, there's so much else going on. So for me, it becomes a really practical lens into How we can transform our understanding of who we are and how we can transform how we're showing up for ourselves across the board in this really narrow silo that then can become easier and easier and sets the stage for more and more of that change that we want to see across the board.
0: I think that every woman is so inspired right now, as am I. When we come back, Sonia Joss's book, I'll Start Again Tomorrow and Other Lies I Have Told Myself. This is the Wellness Prescription on 1059 The Region. Stay with us.
1: Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region.
0: You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Sonia told us of her amazing journey to self-acceptance and, of course, self-love. Through her journey, she learned a lot about herself and put all of the lessons and experiences into her book. The book is, once again, I'll Start Again Tomorrow and Other Lies I've Told Myself. What are these lies that you told
1: yourself? My goodness. (laughs) The lies were never ending, right? Happiness is just 10 pounds away. Happiness is the career promotion away. When I get the husband, I'll feel good. When I can fit into a size double zero, I'll feel good. If I can just push myself a little bit harder, then I'll slow down. It was this idea that when I get there, I'll feel better. And this idea that... Tomorrow, Sonia is no longer going to be held back by the lack of motivation or inconsistent commitment or the, you know, the the push pull that she deals with today when confronted with cookies. She's going to be over all of it. She's going to have it all together. And so I'm going to just do whatever needs to be done today, all the self-sabotaging stuff today, because then tomorrow it's going to be out of my system. I'm going to be just this new, committed, motivated Sonia, and I'm going to work it out. And Claudia, as you can imagine, tomorrow Mm -hmm. never came, even if it came for three weeks or three months or three years. Tomorrow never actually came in a sustainable, truly harmonious way, because all of the actions that I was taking were keeping me stuck in a lifestyle, in a mindset that wasn't honoring who I am, wasn't honoring what I wanted, wasn't honoring what felt good for me because I didn't even care what felt good. My feelings didn't matter. It was just do the thing, however it needs to get done. Oh, you fell off the wagon. No problem. Take a little time out, eat all the things, stop working out, feel horrible, fetal position until you're so sick of yourself that you're like, that's it. I'm just doing it differently now. I'm more committed than ever. Tomorrow is the day that I change my life. And spoiler alert, <laughs> there is no magic mindset shift. There is no tomorrow. And so it's about taking agency today. It's about taking agency around who you are today, prioritizing your values, prioritizing how you want to feel so, that you can start practicing, knowing that if you start practicing today, you'll be able to potentially feel it 0.01% more tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Because I think, you know, that's the biggest thing is that we think there's going to be some sort of formula. And if we can crack the code on the formula, then we're set. We're not robots and there is no formula. And so, that is the lie. That's the big lie. How do we show up as humans? Today, honoring where we're at today, what we need today so that it's the last time we ever say, I'll start again tomorrow.
0: That is uh, very profound and it's so much the truth. And you are not the only one who says that to yourself. We all do it. I think the real message here is that it's actually okay to say that. And to learn to be comfortable that every day is essentially a new day. You can really start again tomorrow, but you have to stop being hard on yourself today or the day before and then hard on yourself tomorrow. Now, since writing this book, do you sometimes find yourself saying the same thing? Don't worry, I'll start again tomorrow.
1: I don't say don't worry, I'll start again tomorrow. But I do find myself falling prey to you know, a lot of the same things that I was struggling with before, just not through the lens of my body. You know, in the book, I unpack needing, you know, deep clarity around your evaluation criteria, your values, so that you have something to feed your decisions through. You know, you can't be winging it, hoping that something's going to stick. And so, you know, the the clarity around values or the limiting beliefs that come up, uh, the perfectionist tendencies, let me tell you, you know, the the releasing mm-hmm. of the book and being on the other side, Yes, it is It is through slightly different narratives, but so much of that comes right back up. So much of those stories, the lies, the fear, the guilt, the shame, it does come right back up. And I think, you know, the, the biggest piece though is that I'm able to move through it with the tools that I have identified in the book. I'm able to see it, allow it, honor it, and also move through it in a way that it's not creating that chokehold. Again, Mm -hmm. around who I am and how I'm showing up for myself and how I'm showing up in the world.
0: And you also say that, and, and, you know, we're talking about this and, you know, I'm sure every person on this planet can relate to what we're talking about. And one thing I like that you say is, you know, the journey to self-discovery is difficult, but it's also joyful. Let's talk about the joy in it because there is joy in metamorphosizing yourself and being this different version of yourself and just learning to
1: love the change and the ebb and flow of who we really are. It really is. You know, to be honest, there's so much joy. In fact, the difficulty oftentimes doesn't come from our relationship with ourselves, but rather our need to square peg and round hole ourselves into the environment that we've created for ourselves, other people's expectations, the way we fit into the puzzle for other people. I I find that most of the discomfort, most of the tension comes from there rather than, you know, us feeling like, our relationship with ourselves is getting more and more difficult or more and more treacherous. And the joy I think comes from really being able to sit back and say like, look at you showing up. Okay, (laughs) that, that conversation was hard, but look at you. You did the thing. You're not repeating patterns. Okay, this is different. This is new. Or okay, look at how you handled yourself in that meeting or on stage or on TV or on the radio segment. Look at how you you allowed more authenticity to shine more of yourself to come through you know i think i think there's such joy in witnessing and seeing yourself evolve and to give yourself that freedom to do it and you know you don't even really realize through the small steps and actions what's happening but when i look at my transformation over the last 10 years in particular i'm like not even 1% the same person and how it is that i relate to people my self-compassion my empathy for others my passion for what it is that i'm doing knowing that all of that may change but it is becoming a truer and truer expression of who i am and and that feels joyous that feels like harmonized that feels aligned and that feels like potential which is which is a good Mm -hmm. feeling yeah, and that is I'm just listening
0: to you and I'm feeling this spark of joy in mm-hmm. who you are every day and I think we're changing every day. But I'm also curious because you know, I grew up with the same kind of um, you know, surroundings where you had to have the ticky things and you had to get it all done right. And I think sometimes we are led by fear of how other people are going to react to the changes we want in our own lives. And I'm imagining that your family, your friends, your relatives, your peers all reacted opposite to what you thought. They're all probably so impressed with you. They're all probably so proud of you. And they all realized that, wow, you really stepped into your authority and you're living your best life.
1: Yeah, Claudia, you're so right. I think, you know, obviously there was optical tone, let's call it, in the beginning from those around <laughs> me my husband, my parents. Everybody was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> You just did your, (laughs) and now you're going to like teach people how to exercise. Like, what is this about? But, you know, I think very quickly, everybody around me could see that there was a light. (laughs) There was an understanding. There was a brightness that was coming through. There was momentum. There was, there was an understanding in that none of this was about not wanting to work hard anymore, but wanting to be a more aligned, authentic version of myself to bring something that was more. Meaningful that was more purpose driven to the world, and I'm going to say, Claudia, like there was that piece of it, and you know it has shifted a lot since then. You know, ever since I did my TED talk, ever since my profile has, you know, really become larger than it was. Ever since my light has gotten brighter and brighter, I've also noticed though that that is an uncomfortable mirror for people to look at for themselves and the mm-hmm. discomfort and the wanting things not to change i mm-hmm. think arises again and then there's fear again for you me there's fear mm-hmm. around well how how am i willing to navigate this how do i honor my truth without blowing up my life how am i showing up here honoring how others are feeling but also not playing small and so i'd say that the fear doesn't go away, it becomes different about different phases and different realities that you're experiencing. But also, I don't let it dictate my truth. I don't let it dictate how it is that I'm showing up as the real Sonia. And I think, yes, there's often a tug of war there because it doesn't feel clean. But what I can say is that Each time I have to take that action, each time I have to make that choice, it gets easier and it serves me. And so having Mm -hmm. that understanding creates a bit of a a sure-footedness, a steadfastness that even if there's noise, even if there's fear coming at me from other people, the point is empathy, compassion, show up as who you are. Those
0: are words to live by. And I have watched you over the last few years. And I have to say that I'm so impressed with, you know, your authenticity, with who you are, the message you're sending out to every human being on this planet. You are not, it's not specific to any one person transformation and learning who you are is for everyone. Um, I can't thank you enough for being here today. I tell everybody, get the book. Where can they find it? How can they find you? And
1: how can we get more of you? Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you for (laughs) having me as always. It's just such a pleasure to talk to you. The book is available everywhere online where books are sold. Ebook, audio book, regular book, all the books. So, I mean, you shouldn't have any trouble finding it. As for me... Uh, Instagram, TikTok, they've got a website, LinkedIn, all the things, oh, social media. Um, (laughs) And, you know, it's S O N I A J H A S. That's my handle across the board. And, uh, you know, there can be some tricky times, tricky conversations, but you can always slide into my DMs. I am Mm -hmm. in there myself and always happy to um, pick up the baton and have the conversations. That's amazing. And, You know, the
0: book once again is I'll Start Again Tomorrow and Other Lies I Have Told Myself. You can always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Maciela or my website, claudiamaciela.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for listening. I hope this helps you live your best life. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.